It's author, musician, singer Al Cole from a CBS radio background, now host of the syndicated talk show People of Distinction, celebrity interviews giving high-level public figures the chance to talk about their very special human feelings, too. Because celebrities are human beings, people, and we are all people of distinction. And when given the chance, we will all speak openly about the very reason for our birth, the energy and dedication of what we call love. Hey, I'm also the author of the exciting new book, The Spirit of Romance. Hey, at last a book that defines romance as the loving relationship that we all enter into with life itself. Woo there, men-women relationships in the backdrop of beautiful universal energy too. Happy to say that my book, The Spirit of Romance, is now available on Amazon and Kindle, and I'd like to thank all of my alcoholics <laughs> who have bought it and also benefited from it too. That's The Spirit of Romance by Al Cole, now available on Amazon and Kindle. Thousands and thousands of women, guys too, listen to my talk shows, People of Distinction, every week, and they contact me with their questions, reflections, and comments at alcoholic at gmail.com. You heard me right there. That's A-L-C-O-L-E-H-O-L-I-C at gmail.com. So without any further ado, hey, we get into it. Hey, it's syndicated radio talk show host, author, singer, Al Cole, welcoming you to another edition of People of Distinction, the talk that gives an in-depth view of some of the most dynamic, intelligent, and successful people on the planet. I come from CBS Radio. My shows are nationally syndicated, and I've helped to pave the way to treating women guys, too, with the dignity that they deserve. With my new book, it's called The Spirit of Romance, and I'd like to intro, intro uh, every show with uh, the spirit of the spirit of romance, because that's the spirit of people of distinction. And the best way is actually in the subtitle of my book, which is the loving relationship that we all enter into with life itself. Now get that. When we enter into a beautiful relationship with life and a loving relationship with life, we do that at the time of our birth. I'm going to put it this way. When we come out of that birth canal... You said it, I said it, everybody says it, and we all forget it too. We said to ourselves, wow, I, I, I made it, I'm here, I'm alive. Whoa, now get to that, people. Isn't that the real beauty of being alive, just being alive at all? We already, we already got to that hurdle, crossed it. Uh, see, if we weren't alive at all, There would be no hope for anything. We'd have no consciousness. We wouldn't know left from right, right from wrong, up from down, nothing. But just being alive, we have been graced with something here. And just like that little baby that really doesn't know too much about this planet, doesn't know about, maybe knows a lot about life itself, maybe from (laughs) past lives, we might even get into that later on in the show. That little baby is, is saying, wow, this is ecstasy. This is beautiful just to experience life, to experience the senses, just to experience the imagination and everything that goes with it with adventure, exploration. Now, the message is that we can get back to that. It's not just gone and past and never to be seen again. If we take some alone time, people, and this is in my book, 
take a sick, take some alone time periodically. Get to know the reason for your birth again and focus particularly on the love that you've given and the love that you've received. You can't go wrong. It's going to start to elevate you. You're going to recharge those batteries as you do that. You're going to get closer to the reason for your birth again, love. And once you do that, now love is not just an emotion. You're recharging that love. You're making it now present day and you're giving it energy. In fact, now it's the energy of love that you can transmit outwardly to really positively affect the lives of others. Whoa. Now you're in service to people. Now you really are a person of distinction. And that's why I name my show People of Distinction, professionals from all over the country coming on my show, talking it up about how their professional achievements have helped to elevate our human family. Email me at alcoholic at gmail.com. You heard me right. That's A-L-C-O-L-E-H-O-L-I-C at gmail.com. And I really want to thank my CBS radio listeners for coming up with that handle, alcoholic. Seemed like from day one my listeners have been saying, Al, we love what you're doing there, brother. In fact, we're hooked on it. We're alcoholics. Ha <laughs> ha. We love that. I'm also a published author with Chicken Soup for the Soul. And Chicken Soup for the Soul, one of the biggest brands ever in books, uh, is distributed by Simon & Schuster, CBS affiliate. So we keep it in the family that way. Coming up. Hey, we've got a family member coming up right now. And I say that because she's a kindred soul. Her name is Lynn Singer. And uh, she wrote a book called Breaking Into Brilliance. Whoa. Now, that's a brilliant title, and we love that. And what Lynn means about that is art, communication, transformation, all weaving together. And that's what we love, too. And she was brought to me by Jackie Lappin, the uh, great West Coast publicist. Jackie brings me some of the best guests who really get into a lot of the spiritual aspects of who we are as human beings. And Lynn is going to be talking about loving oneself in ways that are not egotistical. It's not, hey, I'm so big and bad, man, I've got to love me. No, it's loving oneself, capital S. <laughs> Get to that one, people. And through loving one's self, one loves all selves. And when we do that, hey, again, we're people of distinction. And like I said, we might even be talking about uh, some past lives uh, uh, later on the show, too. Right now, I want you to run to this website, BreakingIntoBrilliance.com, and order that great new book, same name, Breaking Into Brilliance, by our guest, Lynn Singer. Welcome, Lynn, to People of Distinction with Al Cole. Really big pleasure Thank to have you. you on today. How are you, Lynn? I'm great, and I loved your introduction. This was wonderful to hear. And I especially, well, there's two things. I think as babies, when we come through that canal, most of us know we've been here before. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and secondly, the book, your book on love. Okay, this really spurred me into what I work with. That to love oneself and to find that seat of love, which many, many people have, you know, have moved from, have, they have a coat over them because of, of life. Life has taken on some blows and finding it through the creative impulse, I think, 
is a, an amazing thing to do. It's imperative also, because we are based, and I love um, Dee Wallace talking about creative consciousness, because that's my subtitle. The thing that, that we can do to move into ourselves and to feel at least the beginning of great respect for ourselves, which can lead to reminding us of the love that we have for ourselves and for others and to take that into the world, is to start the understanding of creativity does not mean great art. We cannot be, we, can, we can't walk across the street without our creativity. Our bodies are so complex and the way in which the legs move with the torso and our spine and what hangs off our spine to bring our feet down from our legs. I mean, this is a hugely creative creature that we are. And the more we get in touch with that understanding that every second we are creating our life, good or bad, what we want or what we don't want, we're in it. And when we start to hold that creativity to investigate it any which way that we want, I mean, even if it's just walking along the water's edge, anything that starts to make us feel more in touch with ourselves, that starts to open up our heart center. Isn't that beautiful? Absolutely. You got it pinned. And that's why your book is called Breaking Into Brilliance, because the brilliance is us. It's mm-hmm. our consciousness. And, you know, whether we thought about breaking into it consciously or unconsciously, it's there. And right. breaking into it now is kind of like, whoa, hey, I'm meeting myself for who I really am. And we love that on people of distinction. You know what? It'd be interesting. Uh, tell us uh, certain ways that you have broken into your own brilliance here, Lynn. Uh, there's nothing greater than self-example. Uh, tell us about your brilliance and how you broke into it. And maybe sometimes we, you even resisted it because of certain maybe outside pressures or, or whatever. How did you go about breaking into your own brilliance? I was in resistance to my acting work. When I was in college, I was studying literature. I was living with a poet. There were well-known writers around us already, very young. And I, all, I thought, oh, my God, you know, I can't write. No matter what people said to me, I said, oh, no, no, I don't write the way you write, so I can't be writing. I think that that's, and I'll talk about the acting as well, but I think that that's a really, really important message. Because I was living with somebody very young, we were both very young, who is an incredible writer, and the other people around me, poets and and authors, and I thought the way I wrote, which was so different, was more stream of consciousness, though the boy I lived with kept saying, hey, you're just as good, you just, I could not hear it, because I had this preconceived idea, and I think also our education system doesn't give us the wherewithal, the entree to be who we are. They've got these rules set up, you know, you're Shakespeare or you're nothing or whatever it is they're telling us or did tell us at that time. I think it's getting better. So I had to really struggle with that. And I was writing secretly, but I wasn't doing much about it. But something similar was also happening with acting. People, when I was in college, they were trying to move me, move me, move me onto stages, into little films. 
And I did it, but very reluctantly, and I was very frightened of the power of it. I felt so much power in myself when I would do it, and I wasn't ready to handle it. That's what my book does address, Breaking into Brilliance. That's like holding who you really are, moving into that place in yourself. So what happened to me was I had, I guess what they would call a psychotic incident, that something spurred that in me, and the top opened up, my creativity just was suddenly a hundred times more, and the bottom opened up. It was like I could see my anger, and I could see the things that were keeping me from owning what I could do. And six months later, I was in acting class. So that was very powerful, and I just went after it suddenly, like, you know, like a like a ball, like, you know, a batter hitting 300. And it was a very powerful time. It was a little scary. It took me a while to integrate it. Now, I don't suggest that anybody have that kind of, of experiment that I had. I think that whatever we wish to do and we long for and we know is ours, but we might be frightened of it. And I find that the fear is there with most of the people that I have worked with, that you start in a slow way. You know, if you want to paint, you just go to the galleries for a long time. And then you can maybe find a teacher like off, off, off Broadway would be an equivalent of that in a teacher, not your very best, perfect, well-known artist who's teaching a small group of elite children, but somebody who just calls to you that's the right person for you to begin an exploration with. It could be in a group, it could be friends, it could be a meetup, something very simple that gets you moving past the fear. The fear is the great killer. It really is. I'll tell you, fear is a killer across the board. That's right. Uh, and it's not limited just to creativity, uh, art, or making a living. A lot of times we fear uh, rejection from even the ones that we love sometimes. This is really something. And you know, I agree with you so much in not only what you just said, but something that you focused on right from the get-go, that... It, we are creative human beings, whether we think we are or not. We're always creating ourselves, mm -hmm. and we're creating others. We're creating, really, the universe as we live. And it's essential that uh, in our creative processes of creating ourselves, creating others, that we do create the universe because, you know, it, the universe is in us as well as out there. And without us, that's how important the individual is. Without that individual that uh, universe would be a little bit different. And artists, people who say that I want to create a certain, a certain structure of art, whether it's art proper, a painting or a sculpture, or whether it's art in terms of a song or art in terms of a book, uh, whatever, Sometimes they put a little bit too much pressure on them because the society is levying a lot of pressure on them to become very successful at it. And that can stultify the creative process, both with the active creation of art and also 
the sometimes that we don't even see it this way, but the tacit and maybe inert creation of ourselves. When we seek to be famous and we seek to be a star and we seek to be a millionaire, a billionaire, all of these things, every once in a while you can achieve it. But most of the time you don't achieve that, but you can achieve greatness in art in other ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's probably one of the things that you touch on. Hey, don't put all of this pressure on yourself. You are a genius right from the inside. That's not something that you have to prove financially. You don't have to prove it egotistically. You don't have to prove it in all of the ways that our society is loving upon you. That's probably one of the things that you talk about as well in your book. Is that right? I don't talk about it directly as you're, as you're speaking about it. I just, I just ask, the book goes from unconsciousness to freedom. It's eight, I call them attractions. Mm-hmm. Not, they're not chapters as we know. But to, to start to unglue, look at very carefully, questioning ourselves, writing. There's an interactive part of the book that you can write in answer to questions I have and also take a visual out that I have and put visuals in every two pages in the book. Because what you're speaking to is what I'm trying to move through within Breaking Into Brilliance. What has been put on us by others, whether it be our family, society, teachers, who give us these other ideas and and constraints. That's a very powerful word. So that we're not operating from our core. So the book is talking to what you're saying, but it's not, it's not exact. It doesn't Mm -hmm. bring it up. It's implicit. Like, let's get rid of the dross. Let's look at the anger. Let's look at the feelings. Let's look at what depression means. Why do we get depressed? Because we're not allowing ourselves to be ourselves. And what you touched on, the universe is expanding. We are in this immense growth. We are in a leap, an, 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 an evolutionary leap at the mm-hmm. moment. And we, we are the last generation to have one foot in the old way of thinking and one foot in the new way of thinking. The old way, it's like everything is really two-dimensional. It's out there. Um, you know, uh, I can put my hands on whatever in front of me. I can get more of these things and that everything... And that there's no understanding that it's all molecules. It's all mm-hmm. possibilities. Heisenberg, who's a quantum, quantum physicist, said everything is a possibility. Nothing is set in stone. And this is such a new idea. I mean, for us to take on this kind of idea is enormous. But it's so new, but it's something we have to start to look to. And that is our creativity, that everything is a possibility. We can create what we want. Our thoughts create reality. The more we do, the more we do for ourselves, the more we do for the world, the more we do for the planet, and the more we do for the universe. That is a, that was beautiful how you put it out. I love that. Ah, thank you, and thank you for that wonderful exposition. Just now, on People of Distinction... We have the best guests talking about things that really matter in our world, in our lives. Great example today, Lynn Singer, our special guest, Breaking into Brilliance, her special book. 
And I want you to order this book at the website of the same name, BreakingIntoBrilliance.com. www.BreakingIntoBrilliance.com. Also, Al, I am a teacher. So the book is a a teaching tool, and um, there is a link to my my full website, and um, I have products for teaching and free webinars. There'll be workshops soon coming and um, private sessions. So if people want to work with me and I do a free consultation, I'd love to hear from people about that as well. Wow. All right. That's another perk, people. You know, you're not <laughs> you're not just ordering a book. Uh, you could be ordering some great consulting here. Lynn does that. And you do your consulting all over the country, all over the world these days, digital media with uh, Skype and, and other ways of doing this. Is that right? Sure. Oh, absolutely. I work on Skype one-to-one and webinars, and mm-hmm. I'm going to have a two-month class online for Breaking Into Brilliance. And I have taught in many places in, in person. Yeah. I have taught in Europe, and I've taught in Israel, and I've taught... Um, throughout the United States, and particularly in L.A. and New York and Florida. You know, give us a take on that. I'm glad you brought it up, because we like to uh, diversify here on People of Distinction. Uh, Let's say that you have a two-month course that uh, people are getting involved in, or even just personal consulting. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the ABCs and nuts and bolts? So one, two, threes. What do you start out with? How do you progress and what do you end up with with these classes? Well, this, what we're speaking about is breaking into brilliance. I also have taught voice and acting my whole life. But breaking into brilliance, we would go through the book. The eight, two months is the eight weeks lining up for the eight attractions in the book. So we would start with introduction to the unconscious, which has material in it about why we aren't looking at ourselves, what we are afraid to look at, what we can look at, what our background is, what what our background was that helped us be who we are, what the background was that didn't help us be who we are. So we go through pages because the interactive book is animated it's interactive and I voiced it so that it's a multi-sensorial it's not something you're just reading it's multi-sensorial because of this and it helps you bring up other parts of yourself that you might not be looking at if you're just using your left brain this is really right brain work and introducing to your Introducing you to your own creativity from the moment you start with the book. I like it. I like it very, very much. And you know, introducing people to their own creativity. Uh, we're going to turn the corner on something else here, Lynn, that we talked about off air. Okay. Uh, that we're going to bring into focus right now. Bringing people into their own creativity might be more than just their creativity here and now. And I'm not just talking about linear here and now, you know, that now they're 40 years old, or now they're 20 years old, or now they're 60, or now they're 10, whatever. I'm talking about in this lifetime, it might actually expand to different lifetimes. In other words, maybe past lives come into it as well, 
possibly even future lives might come into creating one's self. Uh, what do you think about that concept? Absolutely. Absolutely, I think about that concept. And I think about it a lot. And I remember as a child, when I first felt it, I felt it, um, I had deja vu. And a deja, a deja vu, I think many people have had them, where you, you feel like you've been in this place before. And you have. And I remember I was sitting... I grew up in Connecticut, and we were we were sitting in a, one of the little towns. We had just gotten our license to drive, and we were sitting in one of the little towns on the green. And I looked over at my boyfriend, and I thought, "I've done this before. I know I've been here before." And I've had, from the time I was 12 years old to 16, a few instances of that. And then when I was um, when my mind opened, as I, as I ex explained before, my, my mind really opened to a new way of thinking, I began to get them more, and certain things were coming through in my dreams. And then I began to work with somebody in bioenergetic therapy, and then somebody in core energetic therapy, and then Feldenkrais work, and I mean, I did a lot of alternate work. And prior lives were always on the table. And bioener in bioenergetics, I actually did a lot of go. There are certain ways in which you can activate a prior life. I read books on it. So you can look for things. You can look for certain breathing, breathing ways that are slightly different, off kilter, that help you move into another time and another space. Why do we do this? We do it because I think, um, from my understanding, is that we carry similar issues through from one life to another. And the more we investigate those issues, the more we can let go of them. And all of us have been, have had very good lives and some of us have had very bad lives bad in the sense of difficult or where we were behaving badly. And I've seen them all. I've seen a lot. I've seen many, many lives. And it was extremely illuminating and it made me know what to focus on in this life to let go of. What part of my psyche did I need to release in order to feel more creative, to feel more love, more love of myself, more love of my partner, more love of the world. And it was very, they are very, very powerful lessons. Boy, they sure are. And we love those powerful lessons here mm -hmm. on People of Distinction with Al Cole, especially when we have Lynn Singer to bring them out, and especially when she has a great book, Breaking Into Brilliance. And uh, again, run to this website, order that book, Breaking Into Brilliance. Dot com. You know, I'm going to make a reflection of my own. Uh, we're about maybe two-thirds into the show, going into uh, the last, uh, last third. And I'm going to make a reflection here on what you were talking about with past lives. I'm going to put it in maybe a different sort of way with illumination and, uh, and being able to see into our past, into our future. One of the things that uh, 
that also I do consulting along this line, and I talk about it a lot on my show, and especially when I do my own reflections that air on my radio network. People, let's start out with something that you all know. Okay, basketball. (laughs) (laughs) What does basketball have to do with it? Uh, We're getting deep, and now you're bringing us back to the court. Yeah, because that can be deep. You know, oh, really? Oh, absolutely. When you're trying to dribble that ball better, maybe you're at your last practice or something, the coach is saying, boy, you're great at everything. You can shoot, you can do this, you can block, you can, hey, everything, man. But, you know, maybe your dribbling needs some help. You can help yourself. A lot of basketball players do this. I've had pros on, on the show, and they do this. Visualization, illumination. They dream about it. They think about it. When they're off court, they feel that ball in their hands and they feel it, you know, that up and down motion. They feel the angles. They intuit the angles. All of that. They figure it out. And they go to the court, maybe a couple of days later or something, and they are better. And the coach is saying, how did you get better, man? We haven't practiced since the last time. But see, you're practicing in your own mind. And your mind has a spirit to it which means that what you're really doing is you're connecting to a force out there that can dribble that ball better than you can. And when you connect to that, and it could be in the future, you could be saying, well, you know, one of these days I want to be the best dribbler around. You connect to that futuristic thing. You visualize what it's going to be like. You feel it within you. That emotional intelligence runs up to the top line of uh, your spirituality, and you're given that gift. You can relate to something futuristic and you can bring it back to your present as a present to your present just by appreciating it, having gratitude that way. Wow, I know I can do it. And man, when I do it, just like that little baby coming out of the womb, I love this. Hey, we're talking I about love. love. That. I Absolutely. Love that. I love that. And that makes sense, doesn't it, Lynn? Yes, and I use visualization in my classes all the time mm-hmm. to look for to exactly what you're talking about, to strengthen what we want, to look for if we don't know what it is we're really here for, let's find out by talking to your higher self, I usually do it through an animal, and to also go into, into events in your life and see them turning different ways and going into your future life and also the journey to your where it is you want to be and to seeing the steps that are going to get you there. So I think it's fabulous. I love that you brought up visualization. There we go. I'll tell you. And that was the magic word, too, that you just capped it off with. You love that mm-hmm. we brought up that. Love is the magic key, people, to everything. Love is more than just an emotion. It's an energy. It's the magic energy that weaves and connects everything to each other. And so that's what we talk about. And people of distinction, with Al Cole, the things that we love, and particularly the things that we love professionally, that are really serving the love interests of our human family. So that's why breaking into brilliance is really the mode of, uh, of exactly what we're talking about here with love. Break into your own brilliance by running to this website, breakingintobrilliance.com. And you're listening to People of Distinction with Al Cole. And we just have uh, a few minutes left in the show right now. And uh, I want to take it out with uh, some possibility thinking here, Lynn. I want to get into 
Because we've been talking about that anyway. We've been talking about things that, uh, that are, that sometimes we don't know are, within, tucked in within our unconscious. Mm-hmm. Talking about the past, past lives that we can learn from. And we just talked about visualization, uh, something that we can visualize maybe in our future that we can learn from. And sometimes we can go back to our past and visualize and learn from that too. Let's talk about the future here of this planet particularly, our human family here on this planet right now, and where they can be at a future time when they break into their own brilliance. Every single individual on the planet is breaking into their own brilliance. Now, this is possibility thinking, so we can posit it this way. When everybody breaks into their own brilliance, and maybe that's, hey, 10 years from now, 50, 100, maybe next week, you never know. When we get into our own brilliance, the genius that we were endowed with as a human being, and we feel it like that baby, wow, I am so grateful, and I want to pass it on to other people. What kind of world would that look like at that point that it doesn't look like now? That's peace. another book you can write, by the way. <laughs> That's, the world would be in peace. Oh, yes. The world would be in peace. I really believe that if everyone were working from their core, that the world will, we would have gone up into the fifth dimension, which is the, where we're moving towards, the evolutionary leap that we're moving into, and that we would go into peace, and I think that the world would be run. We're also moving into the divine female energy very strongly, and I think it would be run by a woman. There would be a, a, a queen philosopher that's running the world. The world would be in peace. Everyone, there would be no want. Everything would be available to us. We would have enough, and there wouldn't be this fight for more survival competition. It would be community. Everything would be in isn't that beautiful? And absolutely, I agree. And peace is another one of those magic words here. And it goes with love. It goes with the energy of love, which is peace itself. And in the last few minutes of the show here, last you know, couple of minutes or so, I'm going to uh, uh, add my two cents to the great sense that Lynn was just making with peace and possibility thinking when we get to that point of breaking into our own individual brilliance around the planet, what is that going to look like? With peace comes the understanding of consciousness, the being in the here and now of consciousness, and saying, wow, hey, I've got nothing to fear. You realize, people, we live in a fear-based society because we're always fearing what is unknown. And sometimes fearing what is known, and now that can really be traumatic when we know something and we think that we're helpless in doing anything about it. Peace is being in the now, as we sometimes say, knowing something and knowing that it's not going to harm you far from it. It is elevating you and you're looking forward to more additive peace. What Once you get into that ballpark arena, one of the things that you're saying to yourself and to other people is, come on, give me more of this. Give me more of you. Give me more of your consciousness. Because when you have peace, I even have more peace. And I know that we live in a world where we're creating brilliance with each other. 
So we can now learn from each other. We're not fearing each other. We're welcoming each other's consciousness into our own. And I do mean it that way, literally, people. Can consciousness. I add one piece, can I add one, Absolutely. one piece to that? That the, our, our, our fear of our physical body deteriorating and you know, diseasing will be gone. Yeah. So that we, the only thing we will be working with will be consciousness. Isn't that something? And mm -hmm. that is the whole key that even with our bodies, they can be re rejuvenated. Right. Because we are biochemical creations. We're biochemical creations that are also endowed with the mental, the spiritual, emotional aspects of life, and they're all interconnected. And I, one of the things, I, just to mention this very quickly here, one of the things that I always like to tell people when I'm out there speaking, and I talk about it uh, on my show every once in a while too, an exercise where you look at your hand and you move your hand to the biggest electromagnetic area of your body, which is the heart. But before you touch your hand to your heart, you kiss your hand. Kissing in gratitude. Wow. I appreciate you, hand. <laughs> Hands are doing more than most other aspects of our body every day to help us. And now when we appreciate that, we kiss our hand and that abundance of energy reaches our hand and that gratitude. And then we touch it to our heart, which is a very spiritual area. And not only spiritual in the electromagnetic sphere, which is literal, but also it is metaphorically the area of love. We go into our bodies at that point. Our hands actually have a way of going into our bodies, visualizing the inside of our body. We don't even need a doctor to do that. And we can actually maybe even see that white blood corpuscle floating down our own bloodstream that maybe saved our lives last night. And we gra we, we, we're grateful to that blood corpuscle. And now we are talking to ourselves on the inside, all of those trillions of cells that make us work, we're saying thank you to, and they're saying thank you back as if they were just individuals out there, as if they were not part of us, the ego us, but they were doing their individual jobs just like we individually are doing our jobs in that grandiose universe out there. And the universe now is shining upon us and saying, you get it, just like I get it when I look at you and I say thank you for being alive at all. The universe can thank us for being alive to help the universe get better too. It's reciprocal, and I love that. The baby's I making babies. That. Whoa there, that. honey. What do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was great. This is, and this was a great show too. Uh, I love it. With Lynn Singer on. First time she's been on People of Distinction, but I guarantee you, people, this won't be the last because it, she has such great ideas and she brings the best out of me, too. I love this. On People of Distinction with Al Cole. One more time, I want you to order this book, Breaking into Brilliance, at the website, breakingintobrilliance.com. Also, get in touch with Lynn if you need some consulting uh, in all of the things that she does to help you break into your own business, uh, br business <laughs> brilliance, and maybe business too. Uh, you can break into that by going to the same website, breakingintobrilliance.com, getting in touch with Lynn. She can help you out with consulting too, no matter where you live, through Skype and other areas. 
that uh, she knows how to communicate through. Lynn, thank you so much. Uh, like I said, I'll invite you back anytime for updates on all of your great work. This has thank really been you. my pleasure to have you on People of Distinction today with Al Cole. The reciprocity we had was just wonderful. So until next time, people, wish you peace, awareness, romance, and mostly love.